I have the great pleasure of meeting Binal Sajani in Cork today. Binal, I'd love you to introduce yourself to the listeners on the talk show for talkers. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, so you know me as a Toastmaster, which is why I'm here, and, and thank you for giving me such a great welcome in Cork. I'm also um, a mum of two. I'm a business owner. I own my own marketing services and PR company. I am, hopefully, lots of people will tell you, a good friend. I'm um, a daughter, a sister, and all those other roles that we hold in life. And what roles do you play in Toastmasters? I uh, belong to two different clubs. My home club is Cranfield, which is in Milton Keynes, Area 44. We've just had a, a change in the committee, and I'm about to embark officially on the role of VP Membership. The second group I belong to is an advanced group, it's Cornerstone. The advanced group is a very different group from my home group and it allows me to do a lot of different things and the role I hold there is VPPR. I've also been shadowing Vicky Lester who is the area director for 44 for the last few months and I hope to be area director for the area for the next term. And we had Vicky Lester on the show last week. Fun people. (laughs) Look, tell me, what on earth brought you to Toastmasters in the first place? My story starts in the days when I was doing lots of networking and I met a wonderful man called Russell Hewer. He kept saying to me, then I'll come to Toastmasters, come to Toastmasters. And I think, why would you want me to do that? What's wrong with what I'm saying? And he said, I'm telling you, you will really enjoy it. It's a great place to come. So really to keep him quiet, I thought I'd better go. And I did. And the first club I ever went to was Bista, which is half an hour away from me. And I walked into this room and it was quite an established club. So you had people at very different places in the Toastmaster journey, which I think really helps. They were wonderful and welcoming. They asked me to do a table topics on handbags and shoes. And I was in my element. And what colour were your shoes? I wore long brown high heel boots. Lovely. You've been in Toastmasters about four years. Tell me, Binal, what has been the greatest benefit you've got out of Toastmasters so far? So the greatest benefit, I would say, is I have become a better speaker. My speeches have been challenging. My manuals have been challenging. I have learned along the way how to be a better communicator. But I think the bigger lesson than that is is on the leadership side, which kind of, I think, happens by accident and it isn't really sold to you. You start your journey, you get the, this, the first manual and you start your speeches and then all of a sudden all these leadership roles sort of fall into place and, you know, easy speak goes, oh, you can finish project, da, da, da. And you, you're on this leadership course. But it's the projects that I've done after that education award that have been the most challenging Toastmasters is a really safe place to come and do that kind of thing and have that experience. And what's been the biggest? You use the word challenges. So what's been the biggest challenge you face within Toastmasters? I have got to really learn that other people are not perhaps going to mirror exactly how I am. I have a very high worth ethic. I have a lot of enthusiasm for projects and I will... I don't do things by halves. And I have to understand when you come to a project that I'm bringing something different to the table from everybody else and that team has to complement itself. And people may not always do what you think they're going to do. It sounds also like as if you're saying that 
People have different amounts of energy and commitment to contribute and perhaps have different amounts of energy to contribute at different times in their life. Absolutely, they do. And there's that to appreciate. But sometimes people are just not interested in actually doing the task in hand and that can then become quite a challenge, especially if it's a project that has to be done and completed. Sounds like it's quite good practice for you to work on these challenges. Yes. So, like I said, it's so unique because it's such a safe environment to do that in because in the real world, if you had a project that had to finish, there's normally an implication of financial reward or no reward because of of that project having to be put to bed. So it's very unique in that sense and, and, and quite safe, I would say. It's safe as an organisation, and I've heard that said many, many times. I totally agree with it. Let's think about what would you change about Toastmasters to make it even better as a whole? um, I think it goes back to accountability and governance, really. You arrive, you get your manuals, you follow through. And I think there needs to be much more of an overview. And as I go through my Toastmaster journey and looking really at the clubs and how they can benefit and then how that can benefit in the area and the area and then the the division and, and bigger. To me, there doesn't seem to be enough focus on that. I would say that would be one of the areas I would look at more as you go high up in the food chain. You're a branding person, right? You're a marketing person, right? That's your area. Just one quick question I've got to ask you about this is, would you change the name of Toastmasters if you could? I'm, I'm going to say yes, but that's not because I want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The first lesson you learn in branding is you have to keep the brand, especially if it means something. So I don't want to take the heritage away, but Toastmasters stands for so much. I, I feel there's four pillars that it stands for, and it doesn't come across at the moment in its brand. So for that reason alone, and if there was ever a branding exercise, I would be love to be part of that project because it would be so challenging and rewarding for me. But my four pillars, which if you don't mind, I will share with you, are communication, leadership, evaluation and mentoring. And I think it would be wonderful if we could encompass that to the person that comes in and knocks on our door or Googles us and finds us because I don't think it comes across in that word. So if I put you up against the wall and I say yes or no, change the name. Yes. Last question. What keeps you coming back to Toastmasters? Challenging myself, development, showing my children you can do anything and conquer anything. It's, I've already said this, it's such a safe place to come and do that learning it's such a great Toastmaster family that I've, I've adopted over the last few years. Why, why wouldn't you come back and why wouldn't you want to do it? Binal Sajani, thank you so, so much. Again, I hope you have a wonderful time in Cork and thank you for being so generous with your views. Thank you. Oh, Biddle, I, oh, I nearly forgot to ask you, why on earth are you in Cork? Oh, that's a brilliant question. Um, I met Sharon at the last conference. In fact, I met most of the Irish team. Didn't realise it on that first night. I was actually sitting with the Safe Haven team, and I was, and we got to talking, and she has asked me to help out with the marketing and the PR for Safe Haven. And so I've come this weekend to see how I can be helpful. Oh, come on, give me more specifics. You must be bringing across some ideas of your own. How do you think you can help Safe Haven? I'll let you know after Sunday. 
Oh, you're really wiggling on the spot. Now, come on. How could somebody living in the UK help the Safe Haven Conference, which is taking place in Cork? Well, to give them an idea of what you're doing here, or what a great place it is, how easy it is to get here, and all the great learning that you will do. And will you be able to tell some people in the UK about that? Absolutely. We need to make a game plan, so that's what I'm here for. Thank goodness you've arrived. And one more thing, Biddle. You, have you ever been to a conference in Ireland before? No, never been to a conference in Ireland. My first proper conference was at Sheffield, which was last time in the autumn. So I'm really looking forward to May. Oh, great. That's lovely. And when you're in Cork, is there anything other than the Toastmasters event that you'd like to do in Cork while you're in Cork? I'm doing a fair amount of things this weekend. My whole expedition here hasn't started. I have been kindly looked after by yours truly. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning. And tell me, do you play golf? Because we've got good golf courses. Not well. Do you ride horses? We've got good horses. I ride, but again, it's not, it's not a passion of mine. Do you like canoeing on rivers? <laughs> it should only be easier to tell you what I do. We've got a big river in Cork. I'm trying to see what we have. Might interest you. Are you, are you interested in... Uh, are you interested in giraffes? Giraffes? We can do giraffes. What do you have? We have giraffes in Cork. Okay. Okay, so when you come for the conference, see if you can fit in a visit to the giraffes. Will do. <laughs> Thanks very much. It's delightful. Look forward to spending as much time with you as possible. Thank you.